The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, September 20th edition. We have a seven-game slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday 10-game slate action. Uh, pretty ugly one on tap tonight. Before we get to that, you got NFL back this week. NFL Week 3 action, the two-point conversion. NFL DFS podcast will report recording this afternoon, so we won't have your Thursday action. I will break it down in the Slack chat for you. But we do have uh, thequantedge.com, a great partner with us at Sports DGENs. Once you listen to the podcast, you kind of know how you want to make your lineups. You go to thequantedge.com, you use the lineup optimizer, you use their injury tools to compare some things to answer those last-minute questions you may have. Uh, you, you use their cornerback-wide receiver tools. So much stuff they have there. Great group of guys, great stuff they have going for you. And if you use promo code BENCHED at checkout, you get $10 off your first month at thequantedge.com. So go to thequantedge.com, use promo code BENCHED for $10 off your first month using their awesome, awesome product. Also, play a great new way to play fantasy sports, draft.com, or you can find it at Draft in your app store. Snake-style drafts just the way you like it. Now they have auction drafts. They have all kinds of cool stuff there. Lots going on at draft.com. Use promo code SDSPORTS at checkout, and you'll get a free $3 entry into a tournament of your choice. Right now, football, baseball, golf's teeing off Thursday morning, the final event of this season with the swing season. It's only a few weeks away, so golf will be back soon. Plus, hockey is in preseason mode. Basketball starting up soon. We'll have so much going on over there at Draft.com, so come check it out. Promo code SDSPORTS at checkout for a free $3 entry into the tournament of your choice. Lastly, if you can give us a rating and review wherever you're listening to the show, preferably iTunes, but anywhere would be much, much appreciated. And if you're looking to write in the fantasy community for, for fantasy sports, for gambling, for if you just want to do breaking news and stuff like that, Whatever you prefer, but you're looking to get into it and you're kind of shy about it, come join us at thesportsdjs.com. We're always looking for new people. you got to get your feet wet somewhere. Go to the website, thesportsdjs.com. There's a link to write for thesportsdjs. Fill that out. I will get back to you, and we will rock and roll with that. Now that all the important stuff is in the books, let's get to the actual important stuff, the MLB DFS 7-game slate on tap tonight. You're pitching on this slate after we get to the total 7 games. As we said, we have... uh, Some interesting ones to break down. You got Boston at New York waiting on the total there. 
Mets at Nationals, 8. Rays at Blue Jays, waiting on that one as well. White Sox, Indians, 9.5. Reds, Marlins, 8.5. Royals, Tigers, 8.5. Phillies, Braves, 8.5. So, a bunch of 8.5s and, and above for the most part. The uh, Rays, Jays should be at least, you know, 8 or so there too as well. So, going to be some scoring tonight as the pitching is not good. And it just tells you that much. There's four pitchers over 9K. There's Max Scherzer all the way by himself at $13,000. And if you want to pay up for pitching... Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I'm seriously considering actually playing 13K for Max. And for those that have listened to the show long enough, I don't pay 13K for pitchers pretty much ever. Uh, Max has faced the Mets once this year. It's crazy. It's only once in their division. We've seen Aaron Nola face like the Phillies or the Nats or like five times. Um, not the Phillies, obviously. That's his team. But the Mets, uh, I guess the Mets, seven innings, three earned, five Ks for 20 DraftKings points. He's averaging 28 a game at home with a 2-5 ERA. Last start at Atlanta, not good, but we kind of talked about that. But against the Cubs, 36.8, 28.8 against St. Louis, 12.3 against at Philly, 28-2 at home. So his last three home starts, 36-8, He's been ridiculous in Nationals Park. Really, really good. Even his last uh, two home starts, he's given up three earned, but he struck out 11 in each to give you all those points. And that's what Max does is he gets strikeouts like no one's business. There's no one really that close to him, especially in the National League right now. He's a minus 260 home favorite. The the Mets strike out about 21.5% of the time. Max Scherzer strikes batters out at a 34% rate, which is just asinine. A 16% swing strike rate. But the story with Max is he will give up a home run or two. He's got a 35% ground ball rate. So, uh, you know, that gives you a 35 carry the one, about a 30 to 31% fly ball rate. Hard contacts low as you'd expect. Uh, the Mets team totals 2.7, lowest on the slate. Lefty's 254, righty's 269. If you want to be GPP contrarian, you look at some of those Mets bats with power. But I love Max Scherzer at $13,000. That's the easiest thing you could say on a slate like this. But it's a phenomenal spot that I have no problem paying for if you need to go up there. Uh, the other option, GPP-wise, Masahiro Tanaka, 10700 at home against the Boston Red Sox. He's made three starts on the year against Boston, averaging 10.1 a start. But he did, he did face them about eight starts ago at Boston. Four and two-thirds, one earned, but nine Ks for 22.3 points. His last few starts, 29-9 against Toronto, 40.2 at Seattle, 25 against Detroit, uh, 14-6 against the White Sox, 16-5 at Miami, 16-1 against Tampa. You want that 20-plus point upside he's giving you in three straight starts. It's just really risky, obviously, facing the Boston Red Sox. But the Red Sox team only strikes out twenty or nineteen percent of the time. Tanaka almost a twenty six percent K rate, a forty almost forty eight percent ground ball rate. So a lot to like there. It's just it's a GPP play because no one's going to play him. Gives you a little bit of a pivot. Lefty's three oh eight, righty's three fourteen. But it is a very potent Boston lineup. So if you don't want to go there, I totally get it. The last guy up here is Matt Boyd, ninety four hundred bucks at home against the Kansas City Royals. A lot of people won't want to pay that price tag for Matt Boyd. They'll say he's not worth it. He's faced Kansas City four times this year. He's uh, averaging 13.4 DraftKings points per appearance. His last few starts, 17.8, 34, 19.9. That's at Cleveland, home versus St. Louis, at the New York Yankees. Um, When you look at Boyd, he's much, much better at home than on the road. A road ERA of 5.52 at home, an ERA of 2.44, averaging 19 points to start at home. Um, I respect Kansas City. As you know, they are kind of a picked-up team. The Rays were a team forever and still are. Now Kansas City's kind of fallen into that that mold. And they strike out 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching, something they used to not do much at all. So Boyd at 9400 bucks is very, very intriguing to me on this slate. 
Um, the price tag, many, many will say, is too high. The Royals team total second lowest on the slate at 3.86. Lefties only 262, righties 306. And the Royals have a 286 Woba and a 115 ISO versus left-handed pitching, which is really, really bad. So I, I could see you going with Boyd. Again, people say he's too expensive. It's September baseball, slate by slate, guys. It's that simple. So up top here, I got Scherzer number one for sure. Boyd two, Tanaka three is where I'm looking there. When you drop below 9K, you literally go $9,100 all the way to 79. There's no $8,000 pitchers. That's what we're looking at tonight, boys and girls. But Kevin Gossman is $7,900. Ultra tilting, ultra, ultra tilting. But he's got some upside in these matchups. He's faced Philly once this year. Didn't end so well. Minus points. His last couple starts against Washington at Arizona, 7.4 and 3.9. So he's coming in very, very rocky. But, hey, we've grown to know that about Kevin Gossman. Prior to that, 16, 24, 28, 4, 13, 9, 32, 4, a 19, 2. These are the things we expect from, from Gossman. He's going to have those really bad starts, but he's got tremendous upside in his matchups. And it's a Philadelphia team that strikes out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Gossman almost a 48% K rate. Swinging strike rate of 11% gives up a ton of hard contact. But the Phillies have a 3.88 team total. And yes, we're waiting for totals on two games, but currently that's third lowest on the slate. Uh, lefties do hit him at 343, righties 360, but that big strikeout rate could negate a couple runs here or there. He's got to just prevent the blow-up from happening. So Gossman at 79 is in play for you tonight. Jorge Lopez of the Kansas City Royals, he had to leave his last start early with uh, a side injury with a, uh, yeah, what was it, a rib, left rib contusion. So he only got you, shit, how did that go for you? He got you four and a third, get three or one K for .4 points. But his two starts prior to that, got you eight innings and seven innings, 26-8 and 30.8. DraftKings points has been very, very good. And he just didn't have the strikeouts that game that could have been two to the uh, issue in his ribs. But he's not a big strikeout guy to begin with. But Detroit strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Again, Lopez only a 17% K rate, but a 40, almost 47% ground ball rate. Detroit's either a great set of cheap bats or Jorge Lopez is going to get it done. That's where you just got to pick your poison and decide what you want to do there. Or you just ignore it altogether. But uh, Detroit's team total is 4.7, currently third highest on the slate. Again, waiting for four totals. Um, lefty's 362, righty's 322. Lopez was a bullpen guy before the recent starts. Uh, but the Tigers, a 290 Woba and a 139 ISO. Not good at all versus right-handed pitching. So it's like this is one of those make-your-line-in-the-stands play. You can ignore it completely. You can roll the dice with Lopez and hope you get this good guy that's been, been thrown out there. Or you use the value with the Detroit bats to go with guys like Scherzer and company. That's what you're looking at tonight. So in the mid-range here, I got Lopez 1, Gossman 2, but it might just come down to Gossman because Lopez isn't your cup of tea. Talking about not cups of tea, let's talk about some punts. Cody Reed, $5,500 at the Miami Marlins. Cody Reed was really, really bad before, and he still might be, but he's coming off an outstanding start at Chicago. Five innings, two hits, no earned, 10 strikeouts for 28.3 DraftKings points. Really, uh, we, they've been hoping they'd, ever, they'd see this guy someday. They hadn't. But that's a great start. Uh, Miami strikes out 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Cody Reed, 23% K rate, 60% ground ball rate. Lots of small sample here. Miami, a team total about 4.1. Small sample again, but lefties 215, righties 293. But the Marlins, a 287 Woba, 120 ISO versus left-handed pitching is dreadful. That's San Francisco Giants, dreadful. 
and it's in Miami, so he's out of uh, Great American Small Park, which is very, very big. So Cody Reed at 55 could be a punt play. The other one faces Max Scherzer. It's Jason Vargas at 4600 bucks. It's strictly price point, like Robbie Erling last night. He wasn't great at that 4600 but he still got you 12 points. You take that from a hitter a lot of nights. So I took it. It cashed. We walked away. Um, Jason Vargas at 46. He's uh, been actually better at home than on the or at, on the road. He's on the road tonight. He's faced Washington once this year. It was a couple. It was four starts ago. Six innings, three hits, nowhere in eight Ks for 31-7. The part about Jason Vargas, we've seen where he can be really good at times, and of late against Miami, 23-9. At the Dodgers, got shellacked. But at the Cubs, 21-8. Uh, Nationals, 31-7. Uh, Philadelphia, even 14-4 we take. So four of his last five starts are outstanding. Three of his last four are 22 or more. Uh, Vargas at 46 becomes very interesting on this slate. Uh, Washington strikes out almost 23% of the time versus lefties. Vargas got a 20% strikeout rate, 40% ground ball. Does give up a lot of hard contacts, as you'd expect. Nationals' second-highest team total of 5.3. Lefties, 372. Righties, 341. But... They have a 315 Woba, which is okay, and an average at best 153 ISO versus left-handed pitching. So Jason Vargas at 46, very, very much a punt. You could almost even go Vargas and Scherzer together, just pitch that game and then take bats from everywhere else. And using those two pitchers will still leave you a lot of money for bats to, to be okay and not have to completely punt the moon. So down below, i got Vargas 1, Reed 2. Recapping your pitching, Scherzer, Boyd, Tanaka, up 9K and above in that order. In the middle, uh, Lopez and Gossman. Down below, Jason Vargas and Cody Reed. Let's get to the bats on this slate, the catcher's position. Uh, you got the likes of uh, Wilson Ramos at 4300 bucks versus Kevin Gossman if you want to get weird there. Even JT Real Muto at 44 versus Cody Reed. I can see that as an option for you. Salvi Perez versus Matt Boyd. I respect Matt Boyd, but if you're not using him, Salvi at 39 does come at a nice little discount for you right there. When you drop down to the low threes and even into the fours, you got like Tucker Barnhart's $3,200 versus Brigham. Into the twos, not the fours. Uh, Nick Cluffo of Tampa Bay versus Caviglio at 3K could be a nice cheap catcher for you right there. Cluffo's been playing pretty well uh, for the Rays as he's been called up. Other than that, maybe Roberto Perez catches for Cleveland at 28 versus Zane, uh, Big Game James. James McCann versus Lopez at 2,700. Gallagher of Kansas City versus Boyd at 27 is another punt for you. Uh, those are the kind of guys you're looking at on this slate. But catcher is the wasteland we once thought it was. First base, you got the likes of uh, Freddie Freeman versus Vinny Velasquez at 51. is very, very interesting. Edwin Encarnacion versus Big Game James at 48. If you're looking to stack Cleveland, you can go there. Uh, only in GPPs with Edwin Nugs who are playing home run or, or bust with him. If you're not using Jason Vargas, like a Ryan Zimmerman at 46 could come into play for you. But then a G-Mon Choi against Sam Gaviglio at 4300 bucks is someone I could definitely take a look at. Uh, waiting on Tampa Bay's team total, but when it comes to Gaviglio, lefty's 375, righty's 317. So G-Mon Choi, GPP at 43. Carlos Santana, 4200 bucks for Philadelphia. Um, again, lefty's 343, righty's 360 off Gossman. So if you want to stack against him, you can. He's very, very up and down. He's going to crush you or you're going to crush him. Uh, Yonder Alonso versus Big Game James at 42. So you got this like $43, $4,200 range that you can definitely pick on if you don't want to pay all the way at the top at the first base position. Um, I do like some White Sox tonight versus Mike, uh, Josh Tomlin. Matt Davis is 41. Might not be the White Sox area I'm looking to target. It might be Polka and company. But they have a team total of about 4.1. Lefties, 465. Righties, 381. 
versus Josh Tomlin. Josh Tomlin is not that good. He'll have a start every once in a while. That's really good, but he's not very good. So keep an eye on Tomlin. I mean, uh, the White Sox. Yandy Diaz, 3,900 with Shields didn't play yesterday, which is very disappointing. That sucked, but you can look at him again if you need to. And then other than that, just go ahead and check your lineups, see what pops out. Hunter Dozier, 3,200 versus Matt Boyd. Second base, Jose Ramirez against James Shields at 57 is outstanding. The, the, the Indians have the highest total of 5.45. Lefty's 353. Righty's 367 versus James. If you look at Whit Merrifield at 47, he's also in play for you there. $1,000 cheaper than Jose Ramirez. But Jason Kipnis loved him yesterday. He's second base outfield eligible. He was like 3,900, I think, yesterday. Had a walk-off granny. He's 44 tonight against James. Uh, averaging 10.8 his last 10. It's hard to pay 44 for a guy hitting at the back of the order, but you might need to get weird, and that's one way to do it. Same with Adalberto Mondesi, 4400 bucks. He went deep again yesterday. He's averaging 13.7 his last 10. He's damn good at baseball. The Royals keep doing it. Wasn't as explosive yesterday, unfortunately, but you know between Merrifield, Mondesi, and company, there's some production night in and night out. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, especially if you're stacking uh, Philly at 43, is very nice. But he's been playing hot. Hot ball of He's averaging 7.4, but you know, 2, 12, 2, 14, 18, 8. Nice little run there for Cesar Hernandez, who's been kind of quiet for a bit. If he's near the top of the order at 43, he comes into play for you tonight. Scooter Jeanette's price, I've not seen this low in quite some time, especially kind of mirrored in the middle of the pack here, but he's, he's slumping, only averaging 5 in his last 10. He's 4,200 versus Brigham, if you think a comeback is here tonight. Guys like Yuan Moncada at 4,100 bucks versus Josh Tomlin are the kind of uh, White Sox I'm targeting there. With the GPPs with that power, extra base hit upside against Tomlin. You got Joey Wendell at 4K versus Sam Gaviglio. Uh, he had 20 points in his last timeout, 20, 27, and 8 in his last 4, even 7 out of his last 5 in a 0, 8, 10, 9, 9. Uh, that's pretty impressive. 7 or more in 9 of his last 10. He's 4K versus Sam Gaviglio. Definitely someone you can take a look at there. Uh, Starling Castro versus Cody Reed. I can see that as a punt play at 3800 bucks for the Fish at the second base position. Castro's not you know lighting the world on fire this year, but does have a little bit of pop against uh, Reed, and he's in the middle of that Marlins order. Uh, as you go down farther, you look at the likes of maybe a Devin Travis at 3400 bucks Tampa Bay on their bullpen game. That's the other thing. Is come to the Slack chat. We'll discuss who is in their bullpen game. And then guys like... Uh, for Detroit, second base shortstop eligible, Ronnie Rodriguez. If he's in the lineup, he's 3K. He's not great, but he's got that punt upside. Detroit's going to have a lot of punt upside based on their lineup. Third base, you got Jose Ramirez at 57. Of course, we already talked about him. If you're not using Vargas, Anthony Rendon at 53 is outstanding. Love that a lot. Um, going down farther, though, like a Yohan Camargo versus Velasquez at 43 becomes very interesting. If you want to fade Eduardo Rodriguez, Miguel Andahar at 4,200 bucks is a nice little value for you as well. Yolmer Sanchez at 4,100 versus Josh Tomlin. I can definitely dig on that one. Uh, Yolmer's been having a good little run here, averaging 7.3 in his last 10. 3-7, uh, 23-7 uh, in his last 4. 4,100 for Yolmer. Going down farther, Heimer Candelario's day-to-day at 4K versus Lopez. He'd be in play. Yandy Diaz as well at 3,900. Third base shortstop eligible for the White Sox, Jose Rondon. He's right-handed. But uh, he's 3900 If you need a cheaper option, I'd go to Yandy Diaz if he's there. Or maybe a Brian Anderson against Cody Reed at 37 Those are the kind of guys I'd probably pivot to off of those. 
Other than that, we'll have to check lineups to see what uh, comes to be. Again, Hunter Dozier, 3,200. Shortstop, Frank Lindor at 58 against Shields is obviously outstanding. Trey Turner versus Vargas is interesting at 47. Uh, Eduardo Mondesi at 44, mentioned him already. Tim Anderson at 44 versus Tomlin, especially if you're stacking, he comes into play. Uh, Willie Adamas with the long ball yesterday. He's 4K versus Caviglio. He's averaging 9 in his last 10. But he didn't go deep yesterday. He went deep the day before. Sorry. But 11, 16, 7, 21 in his last four. So on a good little hot streak here at $4,000 versus Caviglio, who can give it up at times. Farther down the shortstop position, though, it does get bleak real, real quick. So either punt with some value that comes out with like the Rodriguez is, the Rojas is and company, or pay up at the shortstop position. Outfield to wrap it up, Ronald Acuna versus Velasquez at 56 is outstanding. I love that play tonight. Really, really do. Um, I'm the top price guys. And he slide down. Daniel Polka at 49 is very, very much on my radar tonight versus Josh Tomlin. Like that quite a bit. Uh, Giancarlo versus Eduardo Rodriguez at 48 is interesting for sure. With Merrifield, we talked about him. If you need to be contrarian, Conforto at 46 or Nemo at 45, I'd go Conforto against Scherzer. But that's, that's where uh, I'm looking there. Avigil Garcia for the White Sox, averaging 7.6 his last 10. 0 0, but then 14, 20, and 6 in the three prior to that. 4,500 versus big game James. Farther down you go, again, Jason Kipnis at 44. Scott Shebler leading off for the Reds at 4,400 bucks becomes very interesting versus Brigham. Brigham's really not done much to impress me. The Marlins have a. No, we're looking at the. Where'd Brigham go? The Reds, 4.45 team total. Lefty's 361, righty's 372. Are 472 versus Brigham. So battery versus splits there. So the Reds definitely are in play tonight. Just sucks they're not great American small park. But Tommy Pham at 4300 bucks versus Gaviglio. He had a big day yesterday. 31 DraftKings points, averaging 10.7 in his last 10. He's in a, he's in a good spot there versus Gaviglio for sure. So is Malik Smith at 43. Love me some Nick Castellanos at 4300 bucks. A guy that's really starting to get a good done. 10 more points yesterday. Averaging 8 in his last 10. 10, 5, and 15 in his last 3. So keep an eye on those guys. <clears throat> if Roman Quinn's leading off for Scotsman at 42, he's in play for you for sure. Going down farther, Jake Bowers in a GPP at 4K could be considered. Greg Allen at 39 versus Big Game James for the Indians is a decent play as well. Odomel Herrera in a GPP at 3,800 bucks. He's been ice, ice cold. But we know the upside's there. He went deep in his last game out yesterday for 16 points. Uh, so maybe he gets his streak going again. We know how streaky he can be. He's been in a massive cold one before that long ball yesterday. So Odebell at 38, GPP relevant for sure. Again, Brian Anderson, 37 for the fish is worth a look. Alex Gordon, even though it's lefty-lefty at 36, if you're stacking, he's in play. Otherwise, leave it alone. Uh, Jay Bruce in a GPP versus Scherzer at 35. I can understand that one for sure. And other than that, <laughs> you're going to have to start checking lineups because it gets ugly. Like Adam Ingles down here at 33. I'd rather not, but he's there if you need him. Um Look for guys like Nick Williams of Philadelphia. If he cracks the lineup, I know he's been banged up, but he could be a nice lefty power GPP type bat. But yeah, check the lineups, see what else pops up for you on tonight's slate. Recapping your pitching real quick in the uh, 9K and above, Scherzer, Boyd, Tanaka. In the mid sevens, Lopez, Gossman. Then down below, Vargas, Reed. Let's talk about your stack options. The Rays versus Caviglio, very, very nice, especially lefties 375, righties 317. So the Rays are a nice one of those mid-priced range bats. Um, you could look Yankees, Red Sox if you want to get weird. 
But the Indians are the, the clear favorite of the night against James Shields. Nationals versus Jason Vargas is in play, even though I think Vargas is a sneaky pitching option. But the blow-up's definitely there. Uh, Tigers versus Lopez. Like I said, that's the Mason-Dixon line. You either pick Lopez, you think he's going to pitch great, and the Tigers are as bad as we think they are, or this is one of those nights where the Tigers' bats show up. Uh, the Braves versus Vinny Velasquez. You never know which Velasquez shows up. You got Cincinnati Reds versus Brigham. That could be a big, sneaky one. It's in a bad ballpark, so every tout's going to tell you, oh, you can't play bats in that ballpark. They still score runs there. It's not as easy to score runs, but they still score runs. There's not really as many of the big ballparks in play tonight. Philadelphia uh, is in Atlanta. That's about the only real big ballpark, I guess, Yankee Stadium. So those two ballparks are in play. Uh, but So the, the Reds against Brigham, lefties 361, righties 472. I love the White Sox versus Josh Tomlin. We know the White Sox cannot show up at times. But, you know, if lefties 465, righties 381, Tomlin gives up a ton of fly balls and a ton of home runs. Like what we consider Jake Junis this year, that's what Josh Tomlin used to be. He was captain of home runs that would throw good starts every once in a while. So hopefully the White Sox, like Daniel Palka, big fan of Palka tonight. I think he can be a very nice play for you as well. And then um, the Phils versus Kevin Gossman. If the bad Kevin Gossman shows up, that's a big one. That Atlanta-Philadelphia game could be a lot of fireworks there. They do have... Um, Where's that Atlanta Philly? Why can't I read this one? I don't even have their total up here. I don't know. Oh, there it is. Eight and a half. Eight and a half in that one. Uh, the highest total is White Sox Indians at nine and a half as expected. All right, let's get your BVP. The only birthday that made sense today was Ian Desmond, but the Rockies aren't playing, so it does not matter. Uh, but your BVP on tonight's slate of action. We kick it off with the... Doo -doo -doo, nothing there. Well, not a lot of at-bats like... Per hits here, but Andrew McCutcheon, Miguel Andahar, Gary Sanchez, Austin Romine, Brett Gardner, all so, uh, single homers against Eduardo Rodriguez. Greg Bird has two. Now when you go to the Red Sox, J.D. Martinez, 7 for 16, two doubles and three homers off Tanaka. Ben Intendi, 7 for 21, two doubles, two homers. Steve Pierce has homer twice. Bogarts, 11 for 36, two doubles and a homer. Moreland's homer twice. Mookie Betts, 10 for 39, three doubles, two homers. Kinsler's homered once. They've had a lot of success, a 321 Woba and a 197 ISO. They have 13 home runs and 289 at-bats. They have 31 extra base hits in those at-bats. That's pretty good versus Tanaka. That's why Tanaka's a GPP only, because he's either going to pitch great or get blown out of the water. I mentioned some uh, Mets can be GPP plays, because uh, Scherzer will give the long ball. Conforto 7 for 21 with three homers. Bruce 5 for 16 with a double, triple, and a homer. Jose Reyes 10 for 31 with a double and a homer. Nemo Plawecki's taking him deep. So he's given up seven homers, 12 total extra base hits, and 140 at-bats. They're still only hitting 207. That's my point. It's all or nothing. They're either going to crush one or he's going to shut you down. He struck out 48 of the 140 batters he's faced. It's pretty damn good when it comes to them. Uh, farther down you look, Jake Bowers, two for two with a double and a homer off Caviglio. Small sample, but looks good. Rosales, four for ten, three doubles and a homer off Shields. Adam Rosales. Uh, Lindor, six for 13, two doubles and a homer. Yonder Alonso's taking them deep three times. Donaldson twice. Michael Brantley, 14 for 41. Three doubles and a homer. Nice outfield play there. Edwin, three homers off of him. Jose Ramirez, one. They're hitting 246 as a team with a 321 open at 210 ISO. Uh, 33, 34 total extra base hits and 281 at bats. Jose Abreu's not playing anymore. Whit Merrifield, 10 for 23. Three doubles and a triple versus Boyd. Alberto Montesi's taking them deep. Perez taking them deep twice. Um, Ozzy Alves, 4 for 10 with a triple and two homers off Velasquez. Camargo's taking them deep as well. They're hitting 342 in a small sample. Not bad at all. 
And there is your BVP. And there is your quick hits on this Thursday edition. Hope everybody has a great day. Again, we'll break down the uh, showdown slate in the Slack chat. It's been Football's been very active on days of games, so come join us in there. We'll break down the whole thing. It's not a great game. Not great at all. So come join us. We'll break it down. Otherwise, come get your quick hits on. Seven-game slate. Go check us out at thesportsdjs.com. Again, golf teeing off today. We've got some waiver wire picks from Coop Fiasco out there. we got a Bench with Bubba episode 121 with Ryan Bloomfield talking fantasy baseball. Go check that out. And then 122 with Brad Reyes of the quantedge.com talking fantasy football. A lot of good stuff there. And you got Around the Base with Bubba and Mo, episode 81. A lot of fun MLB or MLB awards talk, uh, playoff talk, much, much more. So go check it all out. Go give us a rating review. Quantedge.com, promo code Benched for $10 off your first month. Draft.com, promo code SD Sports for a free $3 entry. And if you want to write, come let us know. Otherwise, enjoy your Thursday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, September 20th edition. I'm out.